Hey everybody, welcome to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Ed, it's the big Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. What is it? The, it would be the post-event, uh, what do we call it? Season Season finale. Season finale. 13. Season 4, episode 13. Damn. Hey, welcome everybody. I'm Joe. This is Evil Ed. Charles MDB, Mosley in the house. Thanks for hanging there in there with us. We always have a little bit of a, it's a garage podcast, so the initial little uh, opening didn't want to make itself cooperative today but we don't care we're here thanks for hanging in there with us everybody hey what a great event linda's giving me thumbs up which is a little bit different than the sign she gave me earlier love you linda linda did a great job at the show she did a great job taking care of us all the time she fed us some cheeseburgers how are the cheeseburgers all right it was good all right i know you're picky we didn't have your barbecue sauce god damn yeah sorry yeah. charles all right all right next time <laughs> note note to self um hey what a what a great event thank you very very much everybody those of you who are watching that uh, attended much love those of you who had not had the chance to attend we did our best to feed you a lot of video from the podcast thank you e and the folks over at d1 for doing a great job with the live feeds so many albums up you know when i first got back saturday night i started to see just a trickle but, you know, YouTube takes like a day or two before you can get the videos uploaded and they start to show up. So yeah. I started to uh, go to Instagram. And um, obviously Facebook is kind of the primary social media platform for most mini bikers. But Instagram started to blow up. We started to get some Twitter. Uh, I saw a nice article that a guy did from uh, Auto Week, which he captured the whole spirit of mini bikes. And yeah. as, as the night went on, it was um, it was nothing but a smile. Uh, we had a few folks that had a few issues, but that always happens, right? So we'll talk a little bit more about not only the highlights from the show, but also some of the areas that we can probably improve on. But it was all good, and I want to uh, begin by thanking our sponsors over at Pioneer. Uh, thank you, Pioneer Car Electronics, for your ongoing support. We're, we're still giving away Pioneer products. Uh, speaking of Clarence Barnes, the MC, uh, thank you for doing such a great job hosting the event and handling a lot of the... Uh, the, the stuff that goes along with that. You're funny. You play some good music. And, uh, hey, you're a big shot guy. So to have a guy like you to be a part of our event, that gives us some solid credibility. Thank you, Clarence. We had some good sponsors on uh, on site. Uh, we had uh, the guys from Studs. Obviously, Eric was there. Um, uh, we had the guys from Go Power Sports that were there. Rafa was on site. We had Joe from uh, Muscle Mini Bikes. We had F&B Racing. Steady Garage, Honda Grom Lifestyle, Louie from the Dino Shop, uh, Mac and all the Swap Meat guys. And the Swap Meat line was all the way to the end. We had food trucks that actually came this year, which was an mm -hmm. epiphany. And um, they did well. We had our little L.A. Donut girl who loves Ed. Did you have your little pink donut? Good. Yeah, I had something. I wanted to go back for another one, but I said no. She had a gig. You know, the early morning uh, folks unlike the ones who sling the hamburgers and the barbecue, they're always bopping around. So she came early and she left like about one. But it was great to see her. I want to thank uh, all the staff that helped out. I mentioned Emmanuel. Uh, he was there not only, he, well, he's always double duties. He was not only handling all of the stuff for the podcast and for the show and all the coverage of the award ceremony, but he was also there promoting something that's way more important than that, which is uh, his focus on uh, expanding awareness of scleroderma, and not only was he there with his family, but his wife, who is there, who's uh, who's working her best to beat scleroderma, uh, was there with us. And that was nice to see. It's kind of like a little family affair. Had everybody out there right next to us. Uh, my daughter, Nicole, taking photos. Uh, Dave 
taking photos of everybody as they came in near the step and repeat wall. Aaron did a great job selling. So, hey, I just want to begin by uh, spreading the love and thanking everybody who made uh, the event a big success. Record crowd, Ed. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was a record crowd we had. Uh, e and I were actually talking about it, and I talked to the park. Uh, based on pre-registration and on-site registration, we were at over 205 bikes. If you take into account some of the bikes that were like along the swap meet or maybe even along the manufacturer's row, uh, you know, like Frank from F&B had his red Stellar bike there that was just kind of hanging out. The Steady Garage guys had four or five bikes that were just there to represent, not, not entered in the show. So there were a lot of bikes that were there on site that were not registered. I've never bullshitted on the numbers, even back in the day when we didn't have more than a handful of bikes. We uh, we're close to being like a legitimate 250 bike show right now into yeah. our eighth year. Um, it's tough to gauge the numerically how many people come in because that includes not only the participants, but all the spectators that come in for free and everybody. But the park who sees a lot of stuff each weekend on a consistent basis, they estimated us to be somewhere between 1600 and 1700 people. So we're close to 2000. So for 250 bikes and a couple thousand people in real numbers, there's some drone footage that D-Racer, David Rivas, took. And Emmanuel uh, will be working to edit some of that. David took a bunch of rough uh, coverage from his drone. And that always gives you a nice perspective. I didn't do certain things that I wanted to do. Like, I wanted to walk out into the parking lot, like, early in the morning and see what was going on. And I didn't yeah. do that because it was just too much. And I didn't get to the dyno as often, but the dyno looked packed. It was packed. Uh, so everything that, that seemed to... Uh, everything that we hoped for seemed to be happening, including the weather, which was, and I've had many people tell me, it's like, man, that was like a perfect day weather-wise. It wasn't too hot. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, it was sunny. It was a little cool in the morning. So I can go on forever, but it was great, I thought. And um, hey, if you'd like, go ahead and send in your post, your comment, your critique, your accolade, thumbs up, thumbs down. Because we had a, about 90% thumbs up. We had about 5% thumbs down and we had five percent suggestive and you know that's a that's a pretty good formula if you could hit nine out of ten right okay gts hobbies um another good example of of what i thought was a raging success because rafa comes in rafa doesn't cause no shit he, he sets up his nice little booth he's there with his family he sponsors the dino he don't bitch he don't moan uh there's something so cool about him and as a result people are interested in buying his stuff so, Rafa, thank you for the sponsorship there. Uh, as as I got to the end of the award ceremony, because he don't stop. He's like, hey, look, what's going on with, um, you know, the dyno? I said, well, it looks like Omar Diaz got, uh, I don't know, he's got 30, yeah. 30 horsepower, wherever the hell he, he was got, at. He right, so it looks like Omar is going to be pretty much dancing. But um, we got this deal with Devonse, right? Devonse Carter, our, our, our yeah. He, now, he's a repeat, yeah. if you remember, from last year with yeah. his dual engine. So I say, look, we... It just dawned on me, but like if I got bikes showing up with two engines and a bike showing up in nitrous, it, it, it's not competitive with guys with single engine entries. So on the fly, it's like we're having two. We're having we're having an open dyno award winner, and we're going to have the regular dyno champ. So Omar won the regular dyno champ. Uh, Dave Romero had a really stout uh, pull with his nitrous bike. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I had to put him separately into that unlimited class as well. He's gay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had, you know i i did it's funny i almost did not meet him really yeah 
It wasn't until the very end of the show, and I met him. I met uh, Sam Blackburn. I don't know if you met Sam. Sam came in. Yeah, I know who he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I, he, he didn't was actually get introduced to me, yeah. but I, I figured I met it him out. before I met Dave that day, but I already met Dave from uh, the and, tournament and, earlier. And, and, and there, and, and I know we're going to switch this in a little bit, the judging, which everybody is so, is so focused on, right? The, yeah. the, the gauge for a good time being monitored around whether or not you win a trophy. There's that group. And then there's yeah. the group of guys that just loved meeting you yeah. and seeing you and, 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 and Sam Blackburn and, and Eric uh, meeting up with what the, the go power sports guys or with the studs guys The you know, yeah. it, it, it was, it was, it was the, the Eric from OMB was with Eric shingles. They're both trying to do the same thing in, in the space, right? They're both trying yeah, to sell parts. Go power sports guy. I didn't know who they was. Yeah. Like, yeah we from go power. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. One kid came up to me and said he was from go power sports. Shook my yeah. hand. Uh, and, and those guys were not only in attendance and they came from Texas guys, but they, uh, yeah. they were pretty generous. They gave away a slew of products. Um, it was Tim and Tyler. Uh, Tyler, I believe, is the, the dude who won the um, Muscle Mini uh, build-off contest as well. Yeah, yeah. So they both came out. Uh, Eric, I was calling him, like, uh, what was the who's the guy in the Flintstones, Barney Rubble? It's, it's Rubble, and I was calling him Rubble. But he 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 found his own there. He was yeah. he was really well received with the little micro bikes and. Well, what's his name? Ruble or Rubble? Um, I was calling Rubble. I think it's Ruble. Yeah, <laughs> but you know me, I, I screw it up I all the time. Rubble. I screw up every name. How about with Mini Bike Paul? I kept calling it uh, Fun Fest instead of Fun, fun day. day. Yeah, Sunday Fun Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah Fun Day. And it, yeah, sometimes, but you know, sometimes they might think he's purposely doing this, but nah, no, it, nah. it's too much. Yeah, it's, it's hard for you to remember. It's, it was so many people. Man. Uh, it, it, like, it, it was overwhelming. The, yeah. the good news was kind of the bad news. When, remember you did that video and you posted it. You posted it, it was early morning. You were in the parking lot and you were suggesting, hey, it's early, but it looks like this is going to be a good one. Just based because yeah, yeah. it's not like this was your first Oh, you're going to switch mics on Charles? Oh, we got it here, Charles. Good job, E. Don't be touching Charles. How'd that feel, okay. Charles? Yeah, that's cool. That's a metrosexual and you coming out. <laughs> um, Don't let David Romero see that. <laughs> <laughs> These guys, I swear. So when you did that video, it's like, hey, this is, you know, I, this looks like this could be building up to be a pretty good day. You know, it's yeah. already pretty early and you got 30, 40 bikes. And that was the sense I got. Yeah. Just kind of walking around. That was like... Super early. I think it was only like seven. Oh yeah, or something like that. Yeah. And you already had like compared to your first and second Joes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You already had that covered already. I was like, and it's only seven o'clock. For the record, we had more bikes pre-registered, which meant just like what you guys did. You registered your bikes before the yeah, event. We before, had more yeah. pre-registered than we had in the entirety of the year before. <laughs> yeah. But we had weather, so it wasn't the most accurate gauge. Okay. Yeah. But if I look back, even the year before that. The pre-registration was higher than the total amount that we had the year before that too. Yeah. So there's there's something about and I think what what it, what has happened. I think it's this the podcast. I think the podcast has helped a lot. I think the podcast has helped us spread our our message. It's got more people involved, and they start to socially hang out with each other outside of the podcast, and they become friends. And then it's a matter of hey, they almost talk daily. When you're a buddy online with somebody, you know, you're breaking their balls. You're talking about the bill. Yeah. And you know, it's like. Heavy hitters from each state, Came you know? Out. That's why we kind of wanted people from Florida. You know, you had, like, well-known guys from Texas. You had well-known guys from Detroit. You had well-known guys from Arizona. 
And then you have these dudes come together yeah. in California, and it's like all the well-known people in this hobby. Yeah, you know? that was nice too, wasn't it? And yeah. I, I, many people... I, and I could tell. Security guards didn't have to do it. And see, they wasn't just no, in the show. They was even judging. That's what made it good, yes. too. And I they was help judging. It's like they wasn't just there to just look okay, around. Okay, okay. You know, yeah. they was helping out all the way together. Yeah, and I think that there's um, there's some beauty in spreading the responsibility. And maybe that's the wrong word. Spreading the, spreading the tasks. Having Eric from Studs come in with a whole different perspective on the judging. Um there's a lot of guys that will yap and yap and yap and yap and yap about the judging, but those guys won't ever once take uh, my lead when I ask them if they'd like to volunteer. They'll never step up and say, hey, I think you should change the judging, and I'd like to help. The one guy that I've got to give a really big props to is Jack Boyd. Jack's from 818 Mini Bikes. He's one silent assassin. He is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. He puts on this um, Granada Hills holiday season ride that Ed and I have a good time going to, but... He's a security guard. He plays drums in a band. He's been married to his wife forever. He's got a beautiful family. He's got a, he's a great guy. And he took over the judging part of it. Like, he owned it. And it was on the fly, a lot of it, you know. And he just rolled with it. And he, he did a, a great job. I, I want to thank him so much. Uh, Charles, you did a great job. Ed, you did a great job. All of the judges, in fact. In fact, I want to give these guys a, a shout-out if I could. Um, and I've said this before online, but one of the guys that was really helpful too was Joe Petralia. He came out early. I, yeah. I was citing all the shit he did. <laughs> he was yeah. on the podcast. He helped with the movement. He helped with operations. He, he built a trophy. He was an exhibitor. He was a participant. I mean, everything you could have possibly done, he did. So thank you, Joe, for that. Um, and also there were uh, a contingent of guys, Dave Darnell, who came from Arizona, uh, John Benet uh, Ramsey, a few other folks that came out. Uh, thank you guys for the support. It was as if you were locals. So I really appreciated that. Cal Carisi, who came out from uh, Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> and had those pictures yeah. of Evil Ed everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I took, uh, he took a picture with me. He was putting them on gone the way back. Yeah. <laughs> He's still putting them on. He's going to have one on his wife's, on his yeah. wife's chest later on tonight. He but, said he put one, in, one on a machine in Vegas. And as soon as he put it on the machine, he went like... A hundred bucks. <laughs> well, yeah, you got a commission coming then, Edge. <laughs> so poor Cal comes out there, works his ass off. He he was out there getting beat up by the mosquitoes when we were laying out the spots and helping us move in and stuffing the goodie bags. And uh, don't I screw up his trophy? Not because he got you, you won uh, best drag bike. Yeah, well, congratulations. Best drag, yeah, awesome bike. What's the name of that yeah. bike? Uh, Megatron. Yeah, nice. Yeah, everybody was when it, no one walked past that bike. Yeah, they was like, man, what? They kept wanting me to pull a parachute. Yeah, I kept <laughs> hearing that. I also heard <laughs> they were saying they kept asking Corona Irving yeah. to pull it on his pull micro it, bike too. Pull a too. parachute. Pull a parachute. <laughs> you know, it came out really. You know, I always got to give a shout out to Jake. You know, because that was you know Jake creation. Yeah. As far as like you know, he made it. Three times. That bike was like, it took three times. He came out with one design. I kind of didn't like it. Then he changed it again. And I was like, well, just change this one part. He just did it all over again. And then the last one, I'm like, that's it right there. I think you I know? remember when you began the conversation with him. It was only about a year ago you started talking to him about building a bike, right? Yeah, yeah, Isn't yeah. Isn't that pretty good to get a bike that nice, built that quick when you think about it? <laughs> <laughs> right? We were talking about that. Because it's, <laughs> it's long. You know, the guy's the gotta, bike came out really nice. I'm happy with it. You yeah. know, I was like, you can't beat it because it's, you know, the, the whole collaboration. A lot of the, the L.A., I'm not technically now, at least 
I'm in Orange County. So I don't consider myself to be an L.A. guy. They always have like the L.A. guys don't get along with the A.V. guys and stuff like that. But before all that rivalry even happened, I've been knowing Jake now since since he was probably right out of high school. So yeah, you guys go back a long time. without a doubt. Yeah. You'll always have L.A. in you, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm an L.A. dude, but I, don't, I ain't with all that rivalry stuff, you know. So that's so a little that's bit of that thing. there. Um, a little bit of yapping. Uh, a little bit of, and, and you know, look. It's uh, we joked about it being like kind of the pits of the drag race, or shit. I don't know if you guys have been involved with boxing or UFC or MMA, but you ever get it's, into, it's just you like get, that. you get into the weigh-ins. You start to get into the 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 rules rooms where the boxers are all in the same rooms. Yeah, um, it 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 gets it gets hot there. What we see it is kind of like the a little people bit. that's supporting the person, they get more worked up than the person that's finna fight. You know. Yeah, I've always done a nice job <laughs> ghosting. All the attendees with our security team, Mr. Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, those guys are gentle, but you know, at the flip of a switch, those guys can turn into be like terminators. And, and <laughs> all I all I did because I run around. You guys see me. I'm Linda and I were trying to figure out just what I what I, where I was going. And I was either at that stage registration or at the merchandise tent. I was really liking that Bermuda Triangle, but then I would venture off and go to the Dino. Then I want to go check on the swap meet guys and just maybe kind of have some fun too. Maybe go yeah. walk around and talk to somebody. And I, I was getting a little bit of that in, but when I would get near that dyno, you sensed it. It was like you know you ever make that turn in high school and you're in the bad boy aisle, and all of a sudden yeah. you're down there near the cafeteria on the on the back door side where all the cigarette smokers are yeah. and all the. You know, so so when you got to that dyno, there was that there was that feel like okay, you just got into the boys club. You just yeah. went from this nice little little event. Have a free this and to where the shit's going on, and I yeah, loved it. I yeah. loved it. There was um, there's a dynamic there. There's a sense there. There's a co competitive spirit. There's trash talking spirit. I didn't mind it. I heard that there was a little bit more to the gentle trash talk. I also heard there was a little bit of shit being talked with some of the rival gangs, uh, not gangs, literally, but the mini bike gangs, and the I didn't crews. even mind that too. Yeah, so, it was the some crude talking like. Uh... This crew versus that crew versus that crew. And what is it that what, know, what's all that's, the that's what's what's all the chatter about? What is it that their bike's faster, or you didn't show up, or you 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 know you, you yeah, showed they, up and they what, just the other guys didn't have nothing else to do. Yeah. They was probably bored or something. So we have guys that come up, like hundreds of guys that come up that are in the game, Ed. They don't bring a bike. They don't bring a bike. They, they come just up came just to, to talk, talk shit. Yeah, at the dino. Yeah, that's that's it. So yeah. would that that would that would be the equivalent of a guy. Who buys outfield seats at Dodger Stadium? Yeah, last minute, and this comes in just to rag on the opposing team's left fielder, yeah. just to break his balls all game. And you know what? That is a part of this. Yeah. So all I ask, and I, and I want you guys to come out. And and man, I saw a lot of cool guys. I was I, I turn over, I see Rye Watts, I see uh, Cleveland Flowers, I see Arlo, I would see you, I see guys who've been coming up from San Diego, two or three years in a row. Just to walk around for two hours, Shendo, I think the guy's name is, um, Ali Fabre, one of the long-standing guys in this hobby, has built some killer bikes over the years, comes up, just fits right in. I had an old guy just sitting there in his lawn chair next to his bike that did not move, and I made a point to just keep coming over and checking in with him. I don't remember his name. That really was important, but it was it was so nice to see so many people sitting there just chilling relaxing like had that that smile on their face a lot of families uh 
lot lot of kids still come. Uh, there was uh, th- there was a good feeling that this event is there's a sense of ownership from the people that come now. This is their they, they come on an annual basis. They plan on it. They yeah. they promote it. They're ambassadors of it. So to all you folks who did all that, thank you. Yeah, I was um, I was wanting to get to a couple things in the podcast, and the first thing is is that while while we had a lot of good success, I personally erred on something that was really important, which was I missed about a sheet of of winners, and although I don't want to minimize them, uh, candidly, they 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 are all owed an apology because I literally didn't even announce the fact that they had won. Some of them were either class winners or they had won something like an Outstanding Achievement, a Long Distance Award. Um, I had a couple uh, Young Gun trophies that we wanted to award to a couple young folks there, and I didn't get to those. Really what I finally realized is that I have to have somebody else besides me take over that part of the show. Um, there's, There's a group of folks that came and helped us judge, Cliff Judd, particularly Evil Ed. I know that you helped. MDB was a big part of the success. Joe Petralia, uh, Jonah McCaslin. Um, I had Bing Flores help me with a lot of the uh, the mini moto style bikes. Jack Boyd, I mentioned you. Jack, you did a great job. Eric was really strong. Eric Shingles, thank you for the help there. Uh, Bill Brousseau. I almost enlisted Eric Adams, the gray goat, but he was just having too much of a good time. Yeah. He was over at the dyno. He was. And, and every time I, I was wanting to grab him, because, like, Justin Eichler did come. Yeah, hopefully these will... Charles, you can move this closer to you if you like. Maybe it'll uh, combat oh. some of those. Hey, check this out. My guy, Mike, in Bakersfield. Although, I, we still got to drill the holes and put it on. This got delivered to us right at the show for the Bears bike. Yeah. So we're going to put that on. Nice little plate there. Just, just as I see that. I don't want to forget it. But we had I, I had, I was so tempted to go grab Eric Adams a time or two because I didn't know if Justin was going to show up. And then when Justin did show up, he showed up with his girlfriend, and I know he was not there to work. He was on a little bit of a schedule. He had some going on. So I said, you know, maybe I'll go grab Eric. But I went over to see Eric, and Eric was talking to, I think Eric was talking to the other Eric. Shingles. Yeah. <laughs> and both of those guys slinging the same stuff. So I said, nah, forget it. I'll let those yeah. guys be. And But, but. Thank you, all the judges, for such a good job. What I asked them to do, we formed the group. It's like, hey, guys, look, we've got um, each of you have a clipboard with 24 entry opportunities. You have 24 red dots. Go get 24. You get 24. You get 24. You get 24. You get four. So the math the math was based around kind of like a little bit over 100-something bikes. Well, yeah. we, we, we almost doubled that. So not only did we have fewer judges, but we had more bikes. Yeah, yeah. So I think going forward, instead of saying, hey, look, guys, go take 24, go take 48, go go do your deal. You're a drag bike, go look at all the drag bikes. You like vintage, go check all the vintage. Um, that was not the way to do it. The way to do it is let you own your category. If I know that you're one of the best, well-versed guys on drag bikes, you will judge every drag bike. Yeah. There will not, not Ed, not, not Eric. Not yeah. me. I, in fact, well, me, I'm never a judge, but you would own that. You could own vintage. Bing could own Mini Moto. No more going from 9 o'clock to 12. Should we extend it yeah. to almost 1? Well, you know what we have to, even though you said it and a lot of people didn't pay attention to it, 
a lot of people was thinking like, well, I should at least win second and third place. See, then you eliminated second and third place, yes. right? Yes. And they kind of like, what? Yes. I didn't know nothing about that. They and, didn't know. And let me speak to that. You we, know, we, we announced that on the website. I mentioned it in the podcast. In fact, it was a part of the last two or three podcasts <laughs> leading up to the events. There was a reason why we did that. And, and largely it's because not only does it take a long time, but candidly, we didn't even have that deep of a, of a category where you can even count on a third place in each category. Yeah. So, so, so instead of, hey, here's the best drag bite, and then here's the second place, or the first runner-up, and the second... Yeah. Oh, I know who won the goddamn thing. Yeah. And let's get on to it. And if we need yeah, to expand, yeah. we'll expand. So, so there were no second runner-up, first runner-up. There were no participation trophies this year. It was like you either won your category or not. Um, we need a couple more categories. Yeah. Fine. We need more judges. Not a problem. Yeah. But I will release all the tension that is placed on the judges by saying, hey, just go judge. Go judge. Go go get your 24. It's like, no. I can even park you someplace permanently Yeah. where the bikes can be rolled up to you. And, and, and you can have that time and comfortability and a seat and a table. So, so, so there's a lot of ways to do it, but there's no more you being responsible to bring the winner. The way that it'll work is that you'll take responsibility, and I'll stay on you just as an example. You'll own the drag class as an example. Shit, mm. you may come to me tomorrow and say, I don't want to judge the drag class. We'll find someone else to do it. But their job to do it will be to judge all the drag bikes. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to bring me the winner. You just have to bring me the top three based on the scoring. We take the top three. We put them behind a Joe's Mini Bike Reunion curtain. We introduce them one by one. Here's your top three finalists because that's all you're doing. You're going mm -hmm. to be judging all the drag bikes. You're going to bring me the top three. And then just like we do with the People's Choice, we'll let the on-site spectators and attendees have a chance to see all the three top finalists in each of the class and then through the round of applause. And we'll get that big meter. We'll get yeah. that on site. So, so we'll take the People's Choice final judging format and just enter that into each class. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's how it's going to work. For those of you who I had, I had some folks that I'm surprised acted the way that they did. I had a sponsor that I've known for a long time, Act the Fool. I had a participant that I've known for a long time, Act the Fool. And I got to tell you, it was, um, there were very petty issues, yet I got to take a step back too because I have to realize again, this is something that these guys are really vested in and they're passionate about it. So although I felt it was petty, one of the examples is the following. One guy wanted to put the bike that he brought into a class that he wanted it to be in. Yeah. So it's like, no, like when, when you, when you have your own event, then you get to do that. I get to pick the judges. We get to pick the categories that your bike comes in. If you have a fucking drag bike that looks like a drag bike and is built as a drag bike and is a drag bike, <laughs> you don't get to decide that you want to put it in customs class. It's if a drag bike, it's going to go. Makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, it does. You know? If you're a manufacturer of a part that many of the guys who come to my show as participants buy, 
Why would you want to compete with them? Why, why would you want to compete against your customers? Why don't you just have your booth, sell your products, and be happy with that? Yeah. Is winning a fucking trophy? There you go. Is, is this plastic fucking trophy worth you competing with your customers? If it is, the other thing, how, how many prizes did we give away? Like, we're still giving away prizes. Yeah. And I'm not, telling you, if you looked at that table, helmets yeah. and Pioneer and on yeah. and on. And, and the, the tables were full. We gave stuff away all day. Yeah. So the way it worked is if you had a blue coupon, when you checked in, they gave you one part of it and they dropped the other one in the bucket. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, I had five of those. <laughs> right, because you had five entries. Yeah. You know. I had some. You did. Yeah. You guys were so busy. You probably didn't even. We were so busy. Yeah, we didn't even get the, the chance to look and then at it. I got it or whatever. warm and I put my jacket in the truck. And then you guys are saying, "Time for blue numbers." You're, you should. I'm not going out to that truck. Oh, <laughs> you're in the truck. So here's what you do, Ed. And when you get those things in the future, just take a picture. So not any time. You don't even need it. You just got that photo of it. I just left it. On the Plus, you guys are two examples. Like you didn't we come here to take busy. away the trophy, yeah. or if you wanted the fucking. I got one for you, but. So, so, Ed, yeah. so, but did when you when you first got home, did you call me up and tell me that you didn't get a grab bag? No. <laughs> no. When you first got home, yeah. did you did you send me a text telling me that you heard that your name got called for some prize and you didn't win? Well, did you wait a minute? How, how was the show? Oh yeah, huh? You had a good time with the show. All right. Be, so, so, so before you give me an ear beating about some prize that you thought you won. You don't even know what it was. Yeah. You know, really? Save me that shit. Uh, yeah. Give me some constructive criticism. Don't don't wait 10 minutes after the show and send me a text telling me that you think it sucks that you didn't win a prize that you heard you won. Yeah. Uh, and, and we didn't call anybody's name. We called a number. There was no calling out fucking Jose or Pancho or Fredo or Jojo. No one <laughs> called your name. Yeah. And what have you won? So you know what I told the guy? So here's what you want. You want a condom. Size small. How, how do you want me to fucking mail it to you? How, how fast you want it? Um, and, and, and if this is the only way you want to react to what I thought was a great day, stay home next year. Yeah. Stay home. I sent him a fucking refund. Stay home. Yeah. Now, that's Joe the asshole because this is personal to me too. I've done a lot. Yeah. Uh, we've all done a lot. It's been a real busy that's time. That's why I try to explain, you know, putting on a show, especially of this magnitude. Right, going through all this, what you have to go through, how much time and money it takes to do this, right? And then for something to be so small and be like, everything was good except for this little thing. <laughs> There's no use even bringing that up, man. You're Come right. on. But you know you what? Know? I think it's good to talk about because at some point, you know, we'll we'll minimize the ninety percent of all the people love. Yeah. It. The only thing like we really had to address was like the judging. Yes. And we had like. 10, 15 guys complaining because everybody wants to win. They, they they feel that they bike is the bike. Yes. You know, so it's like, and it is about many bikes. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, we might have to change the judges. And that way, this new way, if they go blame anybody, they can they had to blame the crowd. You can't really blame so I was the talking crowd. To, I was talking to Eric um, Shingles recently. Because, you know, Eric does his event. Shout yeah. out to you, Eric. In fact, uh, somebody else had mentioned to me, was it? Someone said, hey, man, we ought to just get in the truck and get out to Detroit sometime. And they were down to do that. And I wouldn't mind. The problem is that 
It's easy to say now, two days after a big fun mini bike event. Yeah, let's go to Detroit. Yeah, then we're going to go to Houston. And then we're going to build the wall. And it's like four months later, you know, real life sets in. It's like, I ain't doing shit. It's like, yeah. I lost my job or I got, you know, broke my toe. Or, but but there is a spirit that I think we all are also um, creating here where people don't want it to stop. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah. want the next event. Hey, how about you guys now come to my place? Or, hey, we ought to go. Uh, Joe Pacheco's like, hey, we all ought to go to Houston. The scene there is great. Um, uh, maybe I'll have something out there. Hey, maybe we got something going on in Tucson. So there, there's people want more of it. But yeah. when I was talking to Eric, he brought up two really good points. The first one is that if you have, like Eric's got the ability and he's in the business and he has the means to take the time off have a, he's got a few extra bucks where he can come out there and act the fool for a few days. Yeah. Not everybody's in that situation. Guy like Calvin Carisi, he's got a job. He's gonna take two weeks off vacation. He's paying four sixty five a gallon for frigging gas. He's got hotel rooms. He's got, you know, boom, boom, boom. That that that's a large commitment. Yeah, to expect people it is. to take off because it's only a one day show, yeah. but it's a week. Unless they yeah. fly, and, and yeah. unless Three or four they four days to drive, and you got to drive if you're going to take your bike. Yeah, I know Sam Blackburn who flew in, and his wife, and a few other folks that flew in. They were they're having a good time, but you know they would have loved to have had their bike there. Yeah. So you yeah. have to be realistic in terms of what we can expect, and and what volume of people we can expect to be able to come out to California on somewhat of a regular basis because it, it is very tough, um, and and all the more. Reason why I want to thank Cal for for leading that charge. We had folks. Uh, Randy drove up from uh, Texas with his wife. Thank you for that. Uh, we had folks that came. There was several folks from the state of Michigan. You mentioned Arizona, Oregon, Washington, Nevada, uh, San Diego, Northern California. We had guys that came from California. It was like coming from another state. It was actually longer. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, a couple of folks that I did miss seeing. Uh, Temecula Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't I didn't. I didn't see him. Yeah. I had his plaque, and I still do. I spelled his name right, but they spelled at the trophy store. They Oliviro, Olivera. You know, there's there's a traditional way they spell it. So they spelled his name wrong on the plaque last year, and I don't like that. It's like somebody spelling Severgandio wrong. You know, it's like I'm so used to it. Yeah. So I got a new plate, and I just was loved to see him because I haven't seen Bob since last show. I haven't seen uh, Temecula yeah. Bob, and. Um, he wasn't able to make it. Uh, Ian, Ian Cordova and uh, his dad and uh, his brothers. And Ian, you know, it's life. Like, Ian's going through some stuff with work, and, you know, he's uh, he probably wasn't able to get that bike done or built, and it's tough to come when you don't have your yeah. bike. So we'll look yeah. forward to seeing Ian and the whole CB Mini guys uh, again. Uh, some folks that popped up that it was really cool to see, uh, Dave Miller, without a doubt. You know, having him come out, he gave away that frame. That was pretty cool. Um, Ira from SEMA was helping with registration. Ira's got this big SEMA show breathing down his back, yet he still found, you know, he's there at 5 o'clock yeah, in the yeah. morning. He was there early, yeah. super early. No, you know what? I don't know if he was there at 5. No, he was a little bit later, but yeah, you he notice was he was about, always bundled up. We got right there at 6.20. Me, Joe Petrelia, and Justin. Yeah, Bitt. you guys were early. Yeah, yeah. and you was like, Darnell. help set these tables up. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was still looking nighttime over there. <laughs> so I got there. Typically what happens is around midnight, Mr. Yeah. Black gets there. Not all three security guards, but Mr. Black gets there. Yeah. And uh, I I take the trailer, the merchandise yeah. trailer. Uh -huh. And I also had my pickup truck full with all the mats. Yeah. So I'm able to 
they ghost locked the big swing arm gate and I, I open it up, I drive the trailer in there, I drop the trailer, I set it up, I take all the mats, I put them near the tree. I have quite a few things that I would have to normally do the morning of, yeah. which is tough, like set up the step and repeat sign and all that stuff. So I get down there at a little bit before 11 and I'm rolling down there. Mr. Black's always there 10 minutes earlier, so he's there calling me. I'm here, it's like, I'll be right there. I, I pull in, they lock the gate mm, on the yeah. chain. We can't get in. So y'all had to just lift it and, and walk over there I with say, it. Mr. Black, can you give me a ride? I left the trailer there, connected to the truck. Mr. Black drove over. We came over here, got a hacksaw, went back over there <laughs> and cut the link. Is that right? I'm sawing this thing. I'm still sawing this thing. I'm sawing this thing. Mr. Black's looking at me, being kind of patient. He goes, sir, may I help you? It's like, yes. He goes, two. <laughs> 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 Two strides. <laughs> um, I'm trying to bend it off because you know, I had one side up. I'm, I'm trying to pray. He's like, sir, he just turns it over to the other side of the link. <clears throat> Clink, falls off. We load in. I got home at 10 after 12. I had Dave Darnell, another saint. Thank you. Dave was here like 10 after 5. Loaded up um, a few more stands. I put the Barris bike into my truck, and he took the Temecula Bob long frame and put it in his truck, and we rolled over there. On the way over there, I bought a bunch of ice and water, and um, it was a little cool. It was still dark, but everything was done. Everything was up. All the banners were up. The trailer was set up. The audio guys were there. It was like, you know what? It's like it's taken eight years, but there's no more running and, and rushing around to Put everything up. We, we, we had done a yeah. really, really good job with, with the pre-setup. So that that was a big advantage because I just found myself running around like an idiot, never enjoying too much because everything had to happen so quick. And uh, there's a little pause I could take now and enjoy it, and I really did. So I want to thank some of the other VIPs that came out there. Scott Timberlake rolled out there from Source Centerlink, Jim Savas from Advanced Star, uh, Tim Susamian, who does uh, a lot of good things for me as a friend and in business. He was out there. Um who did you guys see? I saw Daryl out there. I saw, um, who are some of the OG guys that you guys ran into? You see anybody you hadn't seen in a while? I didn't see Edwin Murto. I was hoping no, to see him. I didn't him. see Edwin. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't yeah. come. Um, saw him anybody, Paul. He got the award. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Garriel Dave. Garriel Dave Garriel as well. Dave he was, was there. Yep. Yeah. His award. Yep, both those guys got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Congratulations to you guys. In fact, you know, this couldn't be... Um, yeah, usually these are more private conversations, but we bantered this around He's for a while. He's supposed to be building the bike, Garrel Dave. I got what he was saying. Well, he wants to build a super taco. Oh, oh yeah, he mentioned that when uh, when we were interviewing him. Asked him, you know, what, he, what he's got Mac, plans. Mac, of course. Mac was Mac there. Mac was there. Yep, good to see yeah, Mac the, uh, as well. Um, there was, oh, uh, so Steady Garage, who owns that. Mini Moto segment, you know the Honda Groms and the Ruckuses and the Monkeys. Yeah, yeah. They're two quiet guys, Ray and Kevin. Yeah. Uh, they had those nice posters made. You see those posters that yeah. they made? We're handing out very, very nice. They was giving me a whole uh, breakdown on that stuff. It was some nice looking bikes. It's amazing what they do. You ought to yeah. check out their place. It's right off the two ten in Irwindale. It's right next to that guy, Ed, who does Flanders, who does all the oh, cables. Flanders, yeah. yeah, they're right next door, so you can double dip. You can go see both. Mm -hmm. uh, they introduced me to the head guys from sales and marketing from Yashimura Pipes. Everybody who's got a Grom's got a Yashimura Pipe. Everybody. <laughs> 
and they were there checking out the deal and they were very happy with what they saw and uh i had a chance to speak to them and more than likely they're going to come on board as a sponsor for the show i had some conversations with the owners of burt's mega ball uh, because they they were they were exhibitors at the Off-Road Expo and Sandsport Super Show events that I work, and they had heard a little bit about this mini bike show and didn't realize it was ours. So they've got their eyes out to come on. And all that means is that that's a few more products to give away. That's a few more dollars that we could put into the event. We start collecting a couple more sponsors. We could start to do some things. And as I looked out, we talked about this earlier, there was a time for the first handful of years, well, first we were over in that skate park area for two or three years, then they moved us yeah. over to this Hindenburg area. And when they moved us over, we were kind of big in the old area because we filled it up, but we went over to that big parcel, we had a lot of area that was open. Yeah, that was open. And, yeah. and as we start to see this year, I think we had, the, the first few years, we may have had 15% of that area. This year, we kind of feel like we're at 25 so we got a yeah. lot more to go, but there was a big difference. Uh, Louis did more dyno poles than he had ever done. Yeah. Could you imagine his nuts uh, after look, that day sitting on all those bikes? I was like, how can he be riding these things? And they're like popping that. and exploding. And yes. You know, you go from uh, the, my guy Steve Capito's um, little Moto Compo was two horsepower up to 44 <laughs> horsepower with Devonse's yeah, dual engine. These things was eardrum like split, man. You like crazy echoing up in there. That's the other thing. Everybody's doing this shit. Yeah. It's like, I had fucking. Two things of earplugs in everybody's goodie bag. No one used any any of the <laughs> earplugs. My wife's no, telling me she said, "I didn't even notice." I didn't oh, no even one notice. does. No one does. I, I threw out some of the stuff there from the goodie bags, but it was a lot of cool stuff. We had shop towels and earplugs and uh, the decals. Everybody in the industry had a decal inside that bag. Oh, you know who I didn't see that I missed the uh, Isky Tim. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Tim he didn't come. There. Yeah. So no, say hi to him when you see there. him. Um, yeah. Because I, I really miss somebody him. asked about him on the video I just put up. Yeah, I was like, no, nah, I don't. Oh, I'm covering up, but yep. yeah, I was like, no, nah, I don't think he was coming or whatever. That was good. Yeah. So, hey, look, we're gonna take um, we're gonna take a little break in a second, but before we do, I wanna I wanna continue to uh, seek some of the comments. If you came out, had a good time, uh, let us know. If you had a bad time, sure, why not? Uh, if you got some suggestions about uh, things going forward, uh, if you have any photos that you took at the event. Uh, hashtag those uh, JMBR if you have any videos that you want to upload. Hashtag those JMBR if you can so everybody can get in it. JMBR is also a hashtag for Jillian Michaels. She was one of those um, bull dike trainers that helps people lose weight on that oh, show. I know Jillian Michaels. <laughs> so sometimes sometimes you'll see a little bit of that when you hashtag JMBR. Nothing against you, Jillian, but... Um, hey, look at this, Ed. A couple things before we wrap up this the first half. Did you get one? Yes. Pretty cool. I already hung it up. You already did? Yep. This came to us from Joji Barris. Um, I also uh, want to say that she was extremely happy with the work you did on the bike. So thank you again for such a great effort on that. You're welcome. Uh, that bike will sit next to the fucking Batmobile, Ed. Well, that's what I'm hoping. But yeah, there's no hoping. She's going to take it everywhere. She let her. But you know where it's going to end up, home. Every time she takes it somewhere, it's not going to be sitting next to the Batmobile. Well, or the Monster Coach. It, it, when it finally comes home, it'll hang its hat next to the mon- the the Monster Mobile, the Batmobile. Uh, we'll have, I hope, our video that Emmanuel's working on, especially now that we have the final coverage of the reveal at the show. He's been putting 
he's been working on capturing footage and I'll have a chance to edit it. So maybe we'll have, what do you think? It'll be a five minute video, E, 10 minute video for the, maybe the bears build. Okay, so you got an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll do a little bit of a preview. Are you going to edit the series? Are you going to edit it? So he's he's got to sell it to Discovery <laughs> So um, we're going to we're going to preview that as well as we've got to go back and do a couple things on the bike. There's yeah, no fluids gotta, in it. Yeah, we so got to do something to it. Handful of things so so we'll get that running. Um and we'll present that to her so she can not only fire it up, but take a little yeah, ride. she wants to ride it. Oh, she, she can tell she wanted to ride it there. She wanted to ride it there, yeah. Uh, she was so, so, so positive about it. And Barry, her husband, and then did you see Mike who was with her? Mike's strong. Mike, don't fool around, man. <laughs> Mike's, I, was, I was looking at Barry and Mike's watch. I was like, damn, this is about <laughs> half a million dollars in watches over there. And, and here those guys are. You know, on a Saturday... You know, they could be having champagne and tea in Malibu, she brought right? Her dog with her. She comes out here to come to this friggin' mini bike show. You know, that 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 to me is like that's a good gauge to me and having somebody like her come out and Barry and Mike, um it, it, along with all the other guys that, that are important to us that came out, that 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 validates me. It's not so much the guys bitching about the judging, it's when you see real people that are coming there for the real value, which is the people and the camaraderie of, of seeing everybody and meeting them and, and, and finding new friends. That's what it's all about. That was great. So look, here's who won. I'm going to not only announce all the folks who won awards, but I'm also going to include those folks that I reluctantly uh, missed. And the drag class, uh, drag class, excuse me, Charles Mini Drag Bike, uh, congratulations to you. And Calman Carisi won the Outstanding Achievement. For those of you looking for a runner-up or a first runner-up, that's essentially what the Outstanding Achievement Awards are for. So if we had such a good selection, like, and we had a lot of good drag bikes, including those at FMB and including those that came from AV and some of those that came from Northern California. GTS. Oh, GTS always strong. Yeah, I've seen some good ones with, uh, what was the name? Cleveland and Omar. Yep. Both. They, bikes, they had them next to each other. They had real nice bikes. Too. Everybody thought the Cleveland Flowers was Lamar Odom. <laughs> is that Lamar? Uh, I said, nice, nah, I said Cleveland's better looking than Lamar Odom. So, 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 although your bike made me did not win its class, the Outstanding Achievement Awards not only cite your bike as a as a a high placed bike within the class, but overall, so the Outstanding Achievement Awards fill that gap for those folks that felt that there were less trophies now because there was no second or third place or first or second runner up. In the um, resto class, Kevin Rosen. Well, what was that, a 65? That thing with the, that was just awesome. That was the one that Dave Miller picked as well. Uh, that was Power Cycle. Yeah, so. And I then, picked that too, and when D Dave got up there first. Yeah. He said it, and then I went, oh, shoot, I got to go pick something else. <laughs> you were speaking from your heart, because the reality of it is that you do like to spread the love. And having had two awards, so yeah, and it gives it gives Dave's that that independence. So, and and the Harrison that you picked, Eric's bike, he oh, was yeah. badass, well, man. It was a toss up. And huh. I kind of leaned toward because you know I like black, yeah, and red. And I'm like, well, the the brakes on that, the little everything. horn on it. I mean, that thing was. Brakes, are you kidding me? Brake. Yeah, the, that that bike that bike could have won the show. There was there's 20 bikes there that could could have won yeah, the show literally, really, right? Yeah. It literally yeah. could have been. And I actually had some comments about that too. Um, John Kuka, who had like, or Kuchia, who had five bikes in there, his CT70 
uh, was also an outstanding achievement winner within that class. So congratulations, John, and thank you for coming. What a nice guy. Imagine that poor bastard rolling up by himself with five bikes to unload. Yeah, yeah. And I got to work on that, too, because a lot of guys were just driving in. It's like, no, yeah. no, no, you got to go outside. But the guy's like, well, I got five bikes. Or Yeah, you got to push me. Yeah, in. so um, survivor bike, uh, Roger Haas. Roger rolled up with that BC 1300, that Bonanza. Beat me out. Yeah, but you came in second place. Congratulations. Yeah. Or you, you were the outstanding <laughs> achievement. What a nice guy Roger was. He had a nice post on Facebook. I, I, won, I won the best survivor of the year before. You have. And you're another one of these guys that your your fun at the show is not going to be based on whether or not yeah, you won an award. I won or not, really. And I, let me I stop. Was surprised I got an achievement. Yeah. So check this out. Let me stop right here. You were a judge, right? Mm-hmm. You were a judge, right? So here's the flip side of this. Oh fuck, you guys only won because you're judges. Oh yeah. Hey, did you judge your bike? Nope. Did you judge your bike? Nope. What would happen if you lost? If I lost, I just would have lost. If I lost, I would have lost. Yeah. I did lose. Yeah. You was, go there was to that, have a good was time it that big of a deal? Anyway, so was, did, a... did, did you lose any friends? I don't it? go there to win a no. trophy. Why do you go? To see the bikes. Yeah. And see the people, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So other judges in the past are not judges now because it was awkward for them to take that same feeling that you have and that same clarity that you have, which it doesn't matter if you win or not. Yeah, they they still so much want to win. It's it's awkward for them to be a judge. They can't get over that fact that there comes with a little bit of. Well, a, if they didn't win, obviously there's something wrong with their bike. Yes, yeah. and and as the promoter, there's something wrong with me and my judges. Is if Charles Mini Drag Bike Mosley's drag bike was the best drag bike there, and he didn't win because he was a judge, that's wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> so so really, what it is, there's there's no agenda. No one wins. There's nothing yeah. to be gained here with me or with the event on who wins. It's really just, it's about taking the guesswork out of it because there still seems to be some. So with this new system where we get, because make no mistake about it, I have all the confidence in the world that my judges clearly can not only pick the best bike, but without a doubt, there's no doubt whatsoever that you can definitely pick the top three bikes in that category. Yeah, yeah, so so yeah. if all I'm going to ask you to do now is bring me the top three bikes in the category, and we're going to let this monitor, this noise monitor, this level, this auto level, whatever, mm-hmm. the auto meter, uh, we're, we're clear sailing. There'll be, there'll be no questions. And if you have a legitimate suggestion for a new class, bring it on. But we're not doing runner-up and first runner-up and all that stuff. It's just one winner. So um, under construction. I screwed that up. I'm looking at I'm looking at Jay's bike because it looked a little like Frankenstein. Yeah, it did. When I rolled up on it, I yeah. saw the back of it. So, oh, Frank Jr. And, and 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 Jay popped up. A lot of people thought it was just gonna be in the chopper class. Huh? Right? Yeah. But it was unfinished. Yeah, so it was That's what I was like, nah, it's unfinished. Yeah. And you that know? was the V-twin with the turbo, right? Yes, yes. And Jay's a great guy. It's kind of good that it was unfinished. Because if it would have been in the chopper class, he would have been up against these other bikes that was like immaculate yeah, yeah you know and i was like i don't know you know what i'm yeah. saying <laughs> it was better than it was unfinished at but that i time. i did not recognize him there until very late and jay i apologize for that congratulations on that bike uh jake mo just posted a picture of it too and you know between i think they're built mini bike sites and jake's site and some of uh, jay's posts they get a lot of eyeballs and people are loving that bike so you did a really good job on that congratulations and thanks for coming out jay jay was another guy that was going to be a judge yeah but 
Although, I'm not certain. I think he could have fallen into that category I was talking about earlier. Yeah. You know, being a judge and then also hopeful to, to be a winner. And, and maybe now, Jay, if that was an issue, you could be comfortable that that's not the case. So if you want to come yeah. next year and you want to be on the judging team, your bike will definitely be judged appropriately. And if it should win its class, it will. That's just how it is. Yeah, and then next year it will be in a chopper class. It yes. will be completely finished. But with Jay and Jake, you never know. They could build something completely different, right? Yeah. You never know those guys. <laughs> they're always doing something. And yeah. they're holding it down over there in AV. Thank you for that. We'll have uh, uh, Jake Moe back on uh, on the podcast. We always love having him on there. And no matter what, you, you can see whenever anybody's talking about Jake – He's the top of the class. In fact, Jake Moe's a certain Hall of Famer for Joe's Mini Bike Reunion yeah, uh, in years yeah. to come without a question. And that's the only reason why I picked Jake to do my bike, because Jake takes his time and he does every bike unique. Yeah, It's like, I have a GT's drag, I have a Bob's drag. You can look at it and say, well, that's a Bob's drag. This guy over here has a Bob's drag. That guy has his Bob. That guy has his GT's drag. You already know what they are, and they kind of comment. You know, yep. and that's why I was like talking when I was talking with Cleve and them. He had a Bob, and um, GTS. Omar had a GTS. Yeah, right? right. You can say, "Oh, that's a GTS," and this one here, and they got the yeah, engines almost looks. the same or whatever. Yeah, it kind of deflates the look of your bike, even though you don't really want to say that, True. right? You yeah. might hurt somebody's feelings, but when you have like with with uh, F&B, they had two of the same style bikes right next to each other. This one is red, white, and blue. This one is red. They're the same style bike with a different engine on it. Then he has two, another two that's the same. And I say, well, they come in the sea now. So when you see my drag bike, there's only one like it in the whole show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's why, like, with Jake, every bike he do is different. Yeah. You can think, oh, that's the same as the... Nah, it's not. Yeah. He purposely makes it different. Uh, and he's so good at what he does, and he's so unique at what he does, and he's just such a cool guy. That's the reality of you never hear that guy yeah. talking any shit or you know nothing's a problem with him. And you know he's just look, he came. I'm sure it killed him not having that bike done. Yeah, but you know yeah, yeah. he's he's got Hudson. Uh, he's yeah. got a growing family. Courtney's going to have a, another baby, and he's working full time. You ever see his post? The guys like getting up at four o'clock in the morning, dealing with traffic to go to work in the valley. Yeah. Could you imagine he probably gets up at 5 in the morning, gets home fucking 7 o'clock, sleeps for three hours, does the same stuff, and he's always got a smile on his face. I mean, there's talk about somebody to look up to. You know, and he, his, his work speaks for itself. Yeah. So Jake, Jake could have been one of those guys like, ah, oh, my bike's not done. I'll, I'll catch it next time. Yeah. He drove his ass all the way down here with all his family. I like the, the, the work he be doing. The only bike I seen that had similar 10 work was that mini well, that that mini with mm. the sidecar i was like did at first i was thinking did jake do this did bike do too this bike. but it, it was a totally different guy that was amazing a, right there orange cr 400 but answer yeah. so he was one of the last guys to leave the show yeah do you know why he didn't want to leave is that right he didn't want to leave <laughs> he would it, there were six of us left and he would go from one to the other and it was it was like he was on something. Yeah. He was going on about the people and the cool bikes and what an afternoon and how he goes to these car shows and, and they just park you off to the side and give you a bag with a flyer in it and that's it. Yeah. He said, yeah. you know, he got to talk to people and meet people and see stuff and he, you know, it was almost like he was a paid endorser. You know, he talked about 
he loved the food truck and he loved the apparel and he yeah. loved the dino and the weather was great. Yeah. It's like Well see, when you that type of guy like how he was, he see all these bikes and he's getting like a rush of ideas yes. in his brain. Sensory and it's like, overload. Man, I can see what I'm gonna do for next year, you know, and he wanna come most likely he's gonna come bigger and better for the next year That's or whatever. What you heard. And then you, know? you also heard it's like, Oh man, I came. I'm bringing all my bikes next time. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, I told this guy. It's like, did you miss this? And and if you hear the if you hear in the voices of the video captures that are posted, yeah. and the guy's talking behind. It's like, guys, this is fucking great. You got to see this. There's so many cool men. Yeah. And, and it's not scripted. It's just it's so so all that. I got to tell you, I caught myself twice almost crying because whenever I talk about Linda or Nicole who helped me a lot with this, I get like that. But there was there was a there was a relief. And there was a, um, not not proud, but there was a, there was a, I was relieved that it, it was finally going to be over, but I was so happy with collectively all the good times everybody was having. Yeah. That, that yeah, yeah. you know, because that's really what we did. We produced a mini bike show, but we produced a happening for a couple thousand yeah. people where they all <laughs> had a really good well, time. And everybody had such a good time when they go and they spread the word to others. Like next year you got to come. Yeah. They go back to wherever they from. Yep. And they tell others, you have to come next year. Yeah. You know? And next year, they always want to do it better than the year before. Uh -huh. So let's go keep growing, growing, Especially growing when, like when there's competition, right? Yeah. Uh, for Chopper, uh, Jay Gilman, he was the winner, and uh, Ryan Gray won the Outstanding Achievement Award. The Long Distance Award goes to Calman Carisi for coming all the way out here, and he drove out here from Detroit. Thank you, Cal, for that. Yeah, Excuse me. And driving, also, that was crazy, yeah. And, and the fun he had along the way with all the Evil Ed decals placed everywhere. You probably were on 60 states. There's not even that many states in the U.S. I think you went to Cadillac Ranch on the way home. <laughs> you put your car on Cadillac Ranch? <laughs> put one of the stickers on one of Cadillac. You're on a one-armed bandit. You're on some zebra's ass in Utah. He I was saw. real hyped to meet everybody. He took a, 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 took a picture and stuff with me or whatever. Um, and it was funny because he... You know, Cal comes busting out with the lime green tank tops and the yellow tank tops. Yeah. He's all tucked in. It's like, all right, lose the shirt. Untuck that shirt. All right, come on. Let's go. I'm, I'm tuning him up. And yeah, I break his balls. He's like, you know, he's shorter than me and older than me. He goes, I may be shorter than you, but I'm not older than you. So you're right, Cal. I'm a little bit older than you. But he came over to my house. It was the first stop. He, said, he told me he's... I went, I went to Joe's and caught him in his underwear. Yeah, a fuck everybody does. I was in my underwear when you came over today. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was taking a shower and I got out. I'm doing the ch -ch -ch -ch. it's like fucking Calvin Greasy. He's walking yeah. out of the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so no, it was um that whole week, what it was that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, shit even up until now, um, there was my vacation week. We worked hard, but it, it was a lot of smiles, a lot of fun, a lot of good times. Uh, right. Okay, let's finish this up here. Uh, custom. Eric Chingles already talked about him. Robert Sanfilippo uh, also is an outstanding achievement winner in that class. Robert had several bikes. He always supports the show. Thank you for that, Robert. The four-stroke, well, Mr. Wolf, Jeff Wolf, not only did he win that class, but he, he won the actual People's Choice, uh, the Brad Elsey People's Choice yeah. overall win. Got a little bit of... Um, uh, good and bad on that. Some people were giving us shit that it wasn't quote unquote a mini bike. Um, yeah, but that was like the that bike looked so good. It looked yes. like a trophy. Yeah, man. You um, know, it looked like you could have literally put it on a stand with a plaque on the bottom. 
beautiful you know. job, beautiful job. And if, and although there is a sentiment that I can understand where folks would like it to have been, yeah. like a, a taco, but or, you you have to add that into it now. You know, you have the the bicycles yes. with the little engines and stuff. If, on. if I have a category for you, yeah. then you could win the whole thing. I would know, if there's if there's a category for it, and there was a couple of dudes that suggested that I do that category because those four stroke bikes were just starting to become so popular. Yeah. And look at the engineering on that bike. To I was point. surprised Daryl didn't bring one. He's yeah. like one of the main dudes out here with those uh, four-stroke bikes. And his guys were the ones that really inspired me doing that class. He didn't even bring one. So maybe we'll get him. To, well, Daryl, he moved. Didn't he move to Phoenix? So he's not Yeah, but he was anymore. there. Yeah, yeah but man. I, the two guys, they, they got him. The two guys with yeah, bombs, yeah. they got those bicycles Yeah, I ride with, with all three of them on the ground yeah. rides. It, it happens, just like Jake, whether it's not done or whether it's, you're in the middle of it. All I know is that those guys have come before, and I look forward to seeing them there again. And that class is going to grow. Uh, Honda Vintage, uh, we had the CT70 that went to Ivan Schreiber. That was a really clean CT70. And then Bill Schultz won the Z50. Uh, I believe that there was the best Grom, uh, excuse me, more than two wheels. Went to that clean Honda ATC, Joe Minis. That was really nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, micro class went to Casey Moore. That was a nice little micro that, that was built there. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Phil I, uh, he won the uh, Ruckus Award. Congratulations to you. James Recto won the Twist and Go. Uh, Brian Band had a really nice Grom. Congratulations to you, Brian. Uh, Adrian Cruz won the Honda Monkey Award. Uh, my buddy Jason Magliano won the Kawasaki Z125 Pro. Uh, I'm waiting for some final info from the classes for Metro, CR50, and Zuma. Give me a day or two, and I'll announce those. The best what the fuck award went to Paul Perry. Did you see his? Yeah, yeah, I seen him when he drove up. Was that two bikes? It was two. It was like a little bike, (laughs) and the other bike was almost like uh, like he was driving. He was carrying it with the other bike, towing it with the other bike. And although he didn't have the the whole Fur head with the bison antlers, antlers on it. Yeah, I was that, like, like, what is he doing? But it, and you know, it it was great. That was just another example. Did you notice a lot of guys had not just the bike, but they had like a theme. One guy had like the little cloud around his bike. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Whose bike was that? Do you know? I don't even know. Yeah, I seen that. I didn't know what and was then going I, you on. Know, a lot of guys it. had the traditional, like the dude who comes every year, Paul, with the, the Bonanza Red Chopper, Orange Chopper, with the stand. A lot of guys had the little Mexican blanket out there that they yeah, do. I, I love yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That part of it to me. Some of them had like their own. I like when they, they set up their own like uh, display. Was, it's, it's, no, it was, it was like a. a the thing is made out of wood, but it, it, he had it all like laminated and everything, and had all the the, the specs of it. Oh yeah, yeah. He had like the the the. It was like a um, uh, kind of like a frame stand. Where yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. have it like at a barber shop or something like on the sidewalk where they say, "Oh yeah, we can do whatever." Yeah. But he, he like had a sandwich it all board. Right there. I was like, "Oh, it's still weird." Yeah, see, all and all those up. things, I I think those you know? that's the that's the memorabilia and the collectability that goes along with it. You know, if you go to a guy who's got a mini bike. Um, in his garage, he's usually got some taco stuff or decals yeah, or shit. Yeah, All that yeah. stuff's cool. And, and yeah. I, I like looking at that. And I was actually, you know, the other thing that I was really hoping for is that I always felt that the swap meet guys were kind of off from everybody, but by design. Because, you know, they need to move in in the morning and they got a bunch of put out stuff to put out. And they, sometimes they leave midday because they go into some other swap meet. I wanted to get them a little bit closer just like I wanted to get the stage a little bit closer, but based on the number of bikes, I think that they were fine where they are. 
Because it's going to be even bigger next yeah. year. And, and, and if anything, what I'm worrying about is that as we hug that little corridor, like we have RCF, and then we had the Donut Gal, and then we had my trailer and East trailer. As you come up that area leading up to the dyno, that's pretty full. Yeah. So now you see where GT was, where it kind of came around the other side. Yeah. It's almost like we got to start lining up exhibitors and sponsors up along that area. Thank you, GTS, for being the first in that area. Yeah. Another example of Rafa. Rafa yeah. shows up, probably spent more money to do this shit than anybody, right? Yeah. Comes out here, doesn't doesn't make a peep. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a beautiful soul. I come up here and say, Rafa, look, man, I said, this whole thing, it's all, it's, do you mind if I put you here? He's like, drop. Yeah. No Easy, problem. man. Yeah. No problem. I could have put him outside. He wouldn't have said anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. that, and believe me, that goes such a long way. Yeah. It goes such a long way with the easiness of doing something because you're always worried about a guy that's that spent a buck to be a sponsor that he's going to say, hey, you know, where's my banner or my banner's crooked or my, my decals didn't get in the goodie bag, all this yeah. stuff. Nothing. Not not a tick. So for that, I, I'm very thankful. And D, you helped us a lot with the video coverage. The small complimentary token to get in is um, nowhere near worth the value of having that drone coverage. So we got you, D. Um, we'll put together a nice little care package for you. Emmanuel will make that available for you so you've got all his raw footage from d racer uh what's the plan for that e will chop some of that up and have some little snippets to maybe make available sometime soon yeah great so that drone coverage will be very helpful i'm going to finish off the uh, judge you want to take a quick break and we come back we'll wrap it up it's the finale uh for the the season for joe's mini bike reunion it's the joe's mini bike reunion post event recap i'm here with evil ed and mdb uh, the young guns there were two young guns that um, I wanted to recognize. One of them was Emily Wallos. She had a really cool Taco 22. I spoke to her dad the night before. I met both of them while they were registering. There was also, and, and I'm sorry to say that although you sent it to me, I can't find it because I'm an idiot. There was a two really cool dudes that I met from Loud Pack. Loud Pack guys, um, they're on Instagram. They all, they're always out at AV. Two cool know. guys. Uh, one of them had his young son with him. That was, man, he looked just like this guy. He was his mini me. If he stand up, the guy, the kid stood up. If he sat down, if he took the rag to the bike, the kid took. It, it was it a is. beautiful. The guy is um, a special guy. He he got taken down the path and went down the wrong road. Uh, as a young kid, he spent some time away. He paid his dues. He learned his lesson. He's coming back out there now trying to help young kids, and he's doing it through mini bikes. His son, I wanted to recognize as a Young Gun winner too. Resend me his name so we have two Young Gun awards that we need to present as well. Um, the Joey Award. I walk around the show, um, and fortunately this year I had a little bit more time to do that, but when Ricky Trong has a custom CT70 that if you look at it, you'd never know it was one. He won the first People's Choice Award back when we first did Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Ricky has come and gone over the years. I saw him again this year with that bike, and it just put me right back to where I wanted to be. It brought me back to where we were when we first started, but it also was right here where we are now. So it was a great visual for me, and I gave him the Joey Award. Um, the Muscle Mini Bike Build-Off, Joe Petralia made that really popular trophy. Uh, that was also awarded to Emily Wallows, the same gal who uh, we gave the SEMA Young, excuse me, the uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Young Gun Award to. So congratulations, Emily! You not only won the Young Gun Award, but you also won the Muscle Mini Bike Build Off Award winner. Um, 
we gave away three bikes. One roller. Um, it was the F&B roller that uh, was the main giveaway. And that one went to Irene Shuz. Irene was there with her husband. I'm assuming that her husband's probably always already has a, an engine for that bike. And you're going to have a lot of fun with that bike. Thank you again, Frank and Brian, for the generous donation and support and coming out there to the show. They also gave away a couple pipes. So all good stuff. Thank you very, very much. Congratulations again, Irene. Randy Arnault. Randy won the Dave Miller frame. And that was the main portion of the frame, kind of the main frame. It didn't come with the forks or the sissy bar and all that stuff. But he's already he's already collecting parts. Dave painted that red, white, and blue. Gave him a nice special award. So that was very cool. Thank you again, Dave. And congratulations, Randy. And then we kicked the show off with a giveaway. Um, Evan came out with his wife. Thank both of you for rolling out and being a part of the show. Hopefully we help push the RCF in this micro mini bike uh, segment. Uh, Scott Kadihi. It's C-U-D-D-I-H-Y. If I'm butchering the last name, I apologize. But what a nice way to start off the event. He started off the event by winning that two-piece uh, micro frame from RCF. We mentioned the Hall of Fame uh, inductees this year, mini bike Paul Wiener and guardrail Dave Clark. Congratulations to those of you who had a chance to, to watch that induction. And we appreciate having you guys come out there. It shows mini bike reunion. We're going to take a quick time out. We'll take five minutes. We suggest you do the same. We'll be back with a recap. Once again, it's uh, looking back at the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, 8th Annual. It was a good one. We hope you were there with us. And if you weren't, we'll see you there next year.
Hey everybody, welcome back. Uh, second half of the, uh, what do they call it, Ed? the season finale, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome, Ed. Uh, welcome, Charles. Well, a couple things I found out during the break. More people had a good time. Uh, everybody loves that GTS commercial. It was kind of cool. Yeah. You were commenting on that. Uh, David Rivas did a good job putting that together. Thumbs up, Linda. Ah, boom, boom. It's been a long year for her, too. You know, every time I do one of these things, she's either chasing me with food or helping us out with uh, selling stuff, and she's great. I love you, Linda. Thanks for all the hard work you do for you. All right, so we announced the winners. We talked a little bit about uh, the show highlights. We talked a little bit about maybe some changes going forward. We talked about um, a lot of good stuff because all the signs were really more up than down. We appreciate uh, the comments, and we've got a few of them that have come over. I'll take a second to read a few of those. We don't do as much as that as I'd like, nor do we really push a lot of stuff. You don't hear us telling you to like us or share this or do anything on Facebook or follow us on any of that stuff. You sure can, but that's not why we're here. Hey, so the dude with the the specialty cart that rolled in. Oh, yeah. Nice guy. Yeah, Bo. Bo Chan. Yeah. I got a call from a guy like days before. You know, I'm in the middle of God knows what, and he's talking to me about this car. I'm immediately getting a visual of a kit car, and my first reaction is like, no. Fucking mini bike show. Yeah. That day was so good, and there was just a lot of, it's like, you know, fuck, bring it. I posted it. Bring it. I posted it. They was yeah, he was right me, next oh, to me. Oh, that's this and that's that. And, and no one knew what it was. About it. It so, was. So that was crazy. the beauty of it. Yeah. I had another guy who was supposedly bringing, what was it, a slingshotty? Mm-hmm. Joe, who owns a company called Pedal Commander. You know, when you're in a fast car and you hit that gas pedal, Charles, and you got to wait a second. Yeah. And then it'll hit, especially a turbo, you get that lag. Yeah. Pedal Commander eliminates all that stuff. So it's like immediate action. These guys are great. They're so busy. They probably forgot. But he was going to bring a slingshot, uh, with those three-wheel contraptions. And, you know, early on, it's like, I don't know if I want that thing there. But, like, why not? You know, I'm not this is not going to turn into a car show, okay, by any means. But, yeah. but if they're unique, and it does, you know, you do that little tilt ahead, the RCA dog, where it's like, what the hell is that? Yeah, and yeah. That, to me, that's cool. So he came in. He made a comment about, although, you know, he drove 10 hours, but although he didn't win a trophy, he still had a good time. It's like, dude. I mean, about the trophy. The trophy's not the gauge for the success. It's the people that you met. And everybody loved the bike. And the photo he took, ironically, it's got my bike in the foreground, the Temecula Bob bike. So all the <laughs> photos that were going out there on his car had a little shadow of mine. So Bo will always be connected there. Thank you for coming down. Hope you had a good time. And it, you know what? He wants to build a mini wagon. He texted me. Well, he better. Um, I think uh, it was powered by, uh, what was it, a... 13 horsepower? Yeah, it's a smaller size engine. So uh, shout out to you, um, Bo. Um, Vinny's Minis. How you doing, Vinny? Vinny's out there holding down Florida. Maybe we'll get Vinny's Minis to come out sometime. He's a top fan. Here's what I'll do. I'll pay for your bus ticket, Vinny. Not not airfare. This is just Facebook. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Jack Boyd. Jack Boyd's another. Again, Jack, thank you for the yeoman's job. Uh, Jack had to take off because he had some drumming gig. He plays in a band as well as has a security company I think that he owns and uh Jack is going to be now switching you'll be switching hats with me I'll be a, I'll be the participant bringing the bike and you'll be the guy running it for the 818 holiday parade for those of you who are listening and live in SoCal 
why not make a, a point to check that out? It's posted on my Facebook page, the exact date, but it's in December. It's the Granada Hills holiday Christmas ride, and uh, Jack takes care of that. So thank you, Jack, for all that. December 8th. Thank you, E. December the 8th. Uh, Joe's Minis. Uh, good looking out, Joe. Uh, great job with that clean ATC, that Honda that you put together. Really nice. I think you had another bike there, too. Uh, and you had your wife and your, uh, your, your, I believe it was your son with you. No, your daughter. So thanks for coming out. We appreciate having you out there, Dave Romero. Phil <laughs> <laughs> and gay joke there. Um, uh, Jack Boyd, another uh, thumbs up from Jay Padilla to uh, to to Jack. Looks like you're you're building a fan club, Jack. Uh, shout out to King Chris Davis, uh, Justin Bet, uh, Justin Bet again with the Hellhound two years in a row has captured that class. Justin will uh, retire. All right, that's enough. <laughs> that'll be, that'll yeah, be that's enough. enough. That <laughs> thing's retired. Don't post it on Facebook anymore. <laughs> I don't think he even was trying to win. I had went over there and seen it, and he was showing off that new paint job yeah. on that drag bike. And he did a nice job on the drag the bike, too. and all that. Look, he, he gets you a lot know? of shit, and he brings some of it on himself, but I like him. He was, he was yeah. fun at the show. People like having him around. He does some good stuff. He's really into it. Thank you, Justin, for being a part of the gang. You do a good job. We like you hanging out in the in the sandbox. You're, you're good by me. Plus, he just bought some uh, apparel, so that was cool. Um, <laughs> Calvin Carisi, what's he say here? Joe Petroya, <laughs> Pioneer Super Tuner, is back in the in the days. Oh yeah, those guys are reminiscent about the Pioneer stuff back in the days. Um, let's see who else we have here. Rick Watson, good to see you, Rick. Thanks for coming out. Uh, Talking about how the GTS guys are great people, that's for sure. Well, I seen one of my friends that moved a mile back, Tony Ludi. Tony, yeah, Tony's a big Tony, fan of yours. Tony Ludi, he he showed up. Now, which one was Tony? He's kind of a tall, slender guy. Uh, friends with Mini Bike Paul. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he went out of town, didn't he? Yeah, he moved to uh, Idaho. Yes, I saw Tony too. Yeah. How you doing, Tony? Thanks for coming all the way down there. How can I forget that? Folks, already can't wait till next year. Thank you, Joe. Same here. Um, that was the cycle cart that, that we were referencing with that guy. That was the name of that vehicle he had there. Frank Franquez is watching what's happening. Frank, John Benet Ramsey, um, Jake Moe, top fan, great guy. Hey guys, look, we're um, we're pretty much ready to stick a, a fork in this <laughs> mini bike stuff. I told Linda, it's like, well, it's not like I'm over it, but I'm sure over it. At least for now. Uh, I've got the SEMA show to look forward to. Anybody who listens to this and those of you who checked in, when you checked in at registration, you saw Ira and Mike and AJ. They gave AJ, you a flyer. And they also gave you that uh, SEMA Ignited invitation coupon. Mm -hmm. That's an invitation for you to go to the SEMA Ignited. Ira can um ira gets badgered constantly with people wanting to get in he stood there and handed out tickets so this is the third year sema's invited the mini bike guys that come to the show the chance to come take advantage of it if you'd like to come to the show uh and maybe check it out in terms of what's going on on the inside because the sema ignited is for the outside after party i'll probably work you in if you want to come check out the show as well just just hit me up send me a private message especially those guys who are in the industry like to me uh, Go Power Sports, uh, Eric from Studs, um, Frank, Brian from F&B, Iski, any of those guys that are in the business, they should all be at the SEMA show. And let me tell you, I got it. I think I think it was um, I think it was Rick from Texas who asked me if I knew anybody at SEMA 
that has a booth that wanted a mini bike for their booth. First of all, it's too late. Show's coming up like in a handful of weeks, right? You don't try to get a vehicle at the SEMA show in two weeks beforehand. And I also told him, it's like, look, I've got much bigger plans for the SEMA show that includes mini bikes. As their power sports segment grows, which is a small little area in the upper South Hall. In fact, that's where Go Power Sports will have their booth. But that's a small little area upstairs the South Hall inside. What I'm hoping we can do is get this segment of the, the power sports hobby. And this is the most affordable, most legitimate entryway means into motorsports is mini bikes. They're the cheapest way to get in. They're the easiest to get involved with. And to a large degree, the maintenance and mechanics that you use learning your craft on a mini bike is what carries you into being a car enthusiast. So my view on this is that if you hang in there with us and we can keep building this brand and building the show and building the podcast, I'll have the ability at some point to say, hey, look, man, we got four or 500 bikes. We got podcasts that reaches 10,000 people. We're ready for our own little footprint at the SEMA show. <laughs> give us a little give us a little spot anywhere outside. Give us the spot nobody wants. Give us the spot way in the back. Let me bring in 100 of the baddest mini bikes in the land and put those on display for you at the SEMA show and really see if we can kickstart our hobby to another level of interest because when you're on display at the SEMA show, there's manufacturers looking at it. There's there's buyers that come from all over the U.S. and the world. Yeah, I'm anxious and I'm excited, not so much to pause the mini bike stuff, but I'm looking forward to getting to SEMA and then right after SEMA going to Saudi Arabia. I'm going to be a part of the Riyadh uh, Seasons 2020 Car Festival. Those of you who may have seen the post, I've got mini bike frames from Jake Moe, from Temecula Bob, from RCF. I've got engines. I've got brakes. I've got seats. I've got throttles. I've got clutches. I'm going there as a promoter of the hobby. So maybe maybe Saudi Arabia in the Middle East wants to see a mini bike show. Maybe folks want to buy some frames. Okay. Maybe maybe some folks want to have us be a part of some of the happenings there in the Middle East where all this mini bike stuff is all new. Maybe they want to trade us some oil for I'll bring back some gas for sure. <laughs> if I be from the food. But I'm looking forward to going out there and taking this message that is the this mini bike message in the US is blowing up. Joe Petrolia mentioned something to me a year ago that he thought that this year's event would really be reflective of the change that's happening in this in this hobby, and it really was. Uh, there was something about this event that told me that we were getting we're, we're we're getting attention. So if you got a little bit of momentum, you just keep fanning that fire. That's what we'll do. Uh, they're going to be taping a segment here on Monday. It's called the Road to Riyadh. In fact, I posted something where they featured Ryan from West Coast Customs. They did one on Richard Rawlings from Fast and Loud. Uh, I think Chip Foose. Well, they fucked up and they got me. So they're going to be filming a little promo on the road to Riyadh here on Monday in the garage. And they're going to be, I think each one of those videos has been getting an average of like 600,000 views. So not only will everybody here be able to see that, but all those people in Saudi Arabia waiting to see who's coming. They're knowing that mini bikes are coming. So we'll take the leftover decals and leftover t-shirts and goodie bags and everything else we have. And I'll stick those in a briefcase too. But we're going out. We're going international, folks. Charles, before we break away, a couple things. We're looking to have a Christmas special podcast. And we're hoping that it will be somewhere around December 
of this year before the holiday. It'll be after Saudi Arabia and after PRI. We may uh, broadcast live from Barris Customs in Burbank, California, home of the world-famous Barris Customs, where not only will we do the Christmas special, but we'll reveal the bike and we'll fire it up. And we'll also show the video, if he's ready for it, um, on the building of the Barris Superstocker from its inception, picking it up in parts to presenting to Joji Barris at the recent uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Once again, great job, Ed, on the bike. Thank you. Uh, if you go to Instagram and you hashtag JMBR, you know, it gives you all the photos, then it'll give you the recent ones. One of the more um, popular photos is the one that I took, which had the bike and then the helmet sitting next to it. Uh, we're rough on each other. And if we didn't feel this way, we would have almost been embarrassed. But that bike showed really well. It, it showed well. It, it looked good. Uh, the attention to the detail, the spirit of the build, who it's going to, the stories behind it. Uh, it's one thing to build a mini bike. And it's another thing to build a, an evil ed mini bike for Joe G. Barris. And that was a big hit. At one, Once again, I'd be remiss to not say thank you for all the effort on that. That was that was a fun time. It was a learning time, too. Yeah, I was, uh, I was wondering if we were going to get it done in time. Yeah. Well, because, um, well, look, you lost a sister. Um, we, we, life's, life's tough sometimes. It's not just mini bikes and fucking, um, eBay and, and, and social media. It's, yeah. uh, so yeah, we got through a couple of things that could have, um, could have really made things an issue, but we persevered and here we are and a lot of fun. Um, a few not so fun moments, a lot of smiles, a few tears, and that's like all this shit, right? That's how it that that's how it drama. goes. Drama. Yeah, well, that's we for the TV have show. Drama. Sure we do. And a spray booth. Don't forget that next time. <laughs> so um I'd like to thank Joe G. Barris once again. I'd like to thank um, all the guys who really went above and beyond the call of duty, particularly the judges and those folks that uh, brought out the bikes, the participants, the sponsors. Again, thank you from uh, our heart over here. Um, Charles, you want to give any uh, final comments or any uh, shout outs? Uh, it's been a good year for you as well. A lot of folks that, um, you've been blessed to be with as well. You had a, a few friends with you that were joining you at the show. Another good group out there. Yes. Hey, I had, a my buddy, uh, Dexter, uh, Harold, my girlfriend, Sam, you know, Sam. Yep. And, uh, Hi, they Sam. brought their girls too. And, um, uh, my buddy, Charles Gant. Yes. Charles Gant. In fact, yeah. uh. Another yeah. great guy. Yeah. Yep. Thank you for coming out, Charles. Appreciate that. Wait, I, I wanted to give a, a, a my next thing I got going on. Yeah. Uh, is this uh, small engine dyno challenge. Talk it's a little bit about that, Charles. Year, uh, 2020. I've been doing it now for maybe three, yeah, four, four years. years. Yeah. Something maybe. Right. You know, and it's hosted by Brad Hill and it's going to be. Shout in, out to uh, Brad Hill. Tennessee. Okay. You know, they moved it to this uh, big karting event. In Tennessee, so it's a nationwide event. You send your engine, or you, you go there as yeah, well, Charles. Well, so far, I send my engine. I'm trying to go this year. You should, you know. Yeah. Well, next year, February, right. you know. And so, uh, you know, it's builders from all over build pretty much the baddest engine per the rules. And small block, big, big block, small is, block. Okay, so it's and small they, block uh, shootout. Well, this the first year. Well, second year. They're going to have a lot of different classes. So I think they have about four classes or whatever to build. Where can folks find out more information about that? Is there a website on, for it? You just go on Facebook. They have a oh, small engine dyno challenge. You just type that up on Facebook, 
and it will take you to the page. Maybe you can uh, do that and post it on your site as well or on your Facebook page yeah. too so or folks I, know. I post it up yeah. anytime. Great. But that's what I have going on. So I try to be more out there than just being local. I, I always tell the guys, you know, life is bigger than Compton. You know, where they be like, oh, but you will go 90 mile an hour on Anna Street. I'd be like, life is bigger than going 90 mile an hour <laughs> on one street in Compton. So you got to be able to expand past that. You and know? you're an ambassador for us, Charles. You know, you going out outside of the local neighborhood is really kind of what we'll need to take this message further. You're a good example of uh, how to make a bike go fast, how to build a good bike. Uh, yeah. you're, you're great in terms of teaching folks uh, technical aspects of the bike that many of them just want to dismiss or buy. Uh, yeah. You're sometimes the big brother that has to give somebody a little bitch slap. You're also the guy that helped maybe help encourage the young guys that need a little bit of help. You call out the mooches that just want all the free advice and don't want to pay shit. And, you know, you're, you're a pretty solid guy in my view. Uh, like so many of us in the sport, I think I don't think there's many people that I still keep around us that um, shouldn't be there. Uh, hey, we all have our days, we all have our times, but for the most part, pretty damn good group. And I think that the, the recent reunion reflected that. You had a chance to meet some of these keyboard warriors face-to-face and it turned out to be pretty cool guys, a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. You know? And you get a lot of that, it's I know. a lot of barking online, yeah. you know. And you're a big target. You're the big dog, you know, so yeah. you're going to get a lot of that. But you handle it well. Yeah. I, I'm a pretty mellow guy. I just look like I might be intimidating, but I, I normally, <laughs> I don't do you know, I don't do too much craziness. No, you're good. Thank you, Charles. Thanks for coming on. You've probably been on the podcast as a guest more than anybody. Yeah. yeah I, I think you. Yeah, maybe, So uh, because maybe. you're good at it, too. You're good at everything you do. Evil Ed, how about you? Um, you got bit by a bee. What, 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 <laughs> you got bit Saturday at the show. Bit Saturday. I was stung by a bee on Saturday. Sunday, I was feeling pretty good. Monday, forget it. Was swelled up. Couldn't breathe. Not good. <laughs> Could you Nauseous. imagine? I don't know what. I must have been allergic or something. But it took a couple of days for, for it to take effect. Bee bites. Sometimes on the, you know, it's bee bites. They don't fuck around That's how sometimes. I get when I get a spider bite. Yeah. And do you remember when we were doing all the tallying on the judging? Yeah. Sitting at those tables? Yeah. Fucking things were all over the place, man. Outrageous. I think we was under this tree. No, somebody had a cheeseburger over there. (laughs) Over here. It was crazy. I went down like this, grabbed something on my neck, and I felt something, and I squeezed it. (laughs) What the heck is that? As soon as I squeezed it, I got stung. <laughs> and if you've ever seen Ed's hands, like he dipped them in, in like iron, so for a bee to have penetrated Ed's hand. Oh. I look at it and I'm like, oh man, the stinger out, threw it on the ground. So, um, one final takeaway from the show. Uh, how would you describe the mini bike show in one word, Charles? That's awesome. That's what I would say. It's better every year, you know? Yeah, so. still for uh, still a few reasons and, and ways to improve. Yeah. Um, but definitely feel like it went from make believe to to more real now. Yeah, you know it seems like even if all three of us left, like literally, yeah. if three of us went on a on a spaceship tomorrow, I bet there's Joe's mini bike reunion that takes place in October, even without even without us. You know, <laughs> yeah. I think that there's just so much expectation and plans that yeah. it'll go on. Oh, people's already like next year. You know, like I'm coming back. Know, I'm gonna get gonna line do, next year. You know what we gonna do for next. You know, it's, it's already a lot in the works. I already know. Well, you know? Uh, it's not like we just started either. It's been eight long years. Yeah. You know, and when I look back, and 
I can't immediately tell you what the first year is because I'm not really good at math, but all I know is it seemed like a long time ago. And um, I, I will tell you, about halfway through, I was really wondering what I had gotten myself into, and I thought that there was still a little bit of light at the end of that tunnel. And now, now that hole has just got just a little bit bigger. Um, and I saw it in the faces of the people. And it was everybody. Everybody's running around trying to get to the next photo or the next mini bike. Or, everybody had something going on. Yeah. There was no sitting around. Now, I was surprised that we had one guy mention that he felt that um, Joe's mini bikes had turned into Joe's motorcycles. Because he was looking yeah, at like yeah. big bikes, right? And, and you and I talked about that. Uh, the Harrisons, like the one that Eric one custom class that's a big bike those are yeah. littered in detroit michigan they're all over the place out here you don't see yeah. them you don't see them that's what the, i kept trying to explain that over and over i said it was so amazing to us because it's like we never seen these bikes before yes. and it's only one yes you know yeah. well you see that bike and that bike and that bike that's not like a taco yes which you they know? are familiar with even though tacos are nice bikes yes you know we see tacos like at least ten a show or something. It's yes. like it's and, and and depending on where you're from, your interpretation of what a mini bike is is based largely on what you grew up with. So for those of you, especially those folks who had brought in the small micro bikes, when they see a Harrison bike, it may look like a damn truck to them. Yeah. So so I, I get all that. <laughs> yeah. But but guys, look, uh not winning a trophy doesn't mean you have to go to the bar and and, and drink your blues away or jump off a bridge. It's a fucking mini bike show. Yeah. All right. So so keep it all in context. If you see a, a big Harrison next to your little micro bike, embrace it. Talk to that guy who built it. Um, if you the, oh you see the dude with the blue Suzuki, it's like a one seventy five cc. Dude, that thing was gorgeous. It's beautiful. And you yeah, know what? Yeah. It's like Sip said. Well, you know what's the cutoff? Well, shit. Some of those Groms that those custom Groms they stuff three hundred cc engines in there. Yeah. So so if, if well, you look yeah. at it, and, and the it's guy entirety, took it to the dyno. Yeah. So, the guy so, took it to the dyno. So, so, so yeah, we're a mini bike show, and that's that's the lifeblood of it. But if you see a real cherry 175 Suzuki Enduro, uh, the guy was brand new, right leaving off everybody alone, not bothering anybody. You, yeah. you see the guy with uh, the the cycle car. You see the guys with plated grom that was the thing yeah that one's going to saudi arabia yeah Yeah, that's going to saudi arabia yeah yeah it's going to saudi arabia that was crazy right there so if you see a a, a, that one might sell out there and look at the guy with the v-twin right the guy with the v-twin and is you know say and look at midgey with the v-twin turbo so so don't hate the horsepower yeah don't hate the horse we're not turning into a car show we're not turning into a motorcycle show just because you didn't win a trophy doesn't mean that it's a it, it, it wasn't a success trophies aside did you meet somebody really good? Did you have a chance to put a name with the face? And, and so many people took pictures. You like you say, if it was like two hundred bikes, it might have been at least two thousand pictures taken. Oh, easy. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. just you yeah, know yeah. throwing Everyone out something small. Pictures. You yeah. know, that means everything was exciting. I want to take a picture of everything. And the thing know? that we started off raw with is, you know, I do the cackle fest. Yeah. We should have done that like every half hour. Because yeah. to me, you talk about people running to get their cameras when that cackle yeah. is good. So, <laughs> so we'll do more of that. And I still look back. I made a bunch of things that I'm definitely going to do at this year's show. And I only got to half of them. Yeah. Which just tells me there's a lot more fun to come. Uh, hey, guys. It's Joe Sobergandhi from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. That's a wrap for this year. It's been a fun time. Ed, thank you so much. Uh, e, thank you so much for what you've done. Linda, thank you so much for all the, those uh, folks that are listening and who have listened and all the happy guys and a few of the sad guys. We love you all. No harm, no foul. Uh, listen in through the Facebook page about announcements about the 
Christmas special that'll happen in December. Uh, I'll post some things live from the SEMA show. I'll post from my escapades in Saudi Arabia. I got a couple other little things happening, including the filming for the road to Riyadh on Monday. We'll give you a little bit of that as well. Uh, look forward to finishing up the Bears Superstocker bike with you, Ed. If uh, I promised anybody anything and I didn't give it to you, sorry. Get you next time. Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. We're out. We'll see you the next time. And thank you for the support, everybody. See ya. One love. Show.